Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello. Good morning, everyone. Welcome in to First Take. I'm Christine Williamson here for Molly, who is traveling to Las Vegas. We've got a lot of folks here stopping oh, by today. As oh, please. Hey, good, 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 good morning, Christine. Good morning. Good, How are good, you? Good morning, Christine. How the hell? Listen, listen. I was feeling a little under the weather yesterday, Swagoo, and I had to make sure that I made the show the rest of the week and NBA countdown both Saturday and Sunday. So I'm like, I got a lot of work to do. Molly, get off at 12 yeah. noon. I mean, what the hell is going on here? I mean, Christine, it's lovely seeing you. I mean, if she can't be here, there's nobody better than you, my dear. Make no mistake about it. We are honored and privileged to have you. And don't think I don't see you on Snapchat, TikTok, and everywhere else with your swag when you ain't hosting Sports Center. But how the hell Molly got to take off because she got to travel when when the damn show ends at 12 noon? I got I, that suspect swag, go. That's what that suspect, doggy. And that's all I want to say. Doggy, how you doing? You all right, doggy? You all right? I'm okay. Why isn't Swagoo next to us here either? I mean, he's what is he sitting in his bedroom in freaking Dallas, Texas? How about you getting on a plane to walk be, here from, from Dallas? That's I'll a be, joke. I'll be there. That, that, that is a good point. That is a good point. That is a good point, Swagoo. I'll be there later today. I'll be there later today. But, man, dog, don't let Stephen A. Energy so roll Molly. off on you. So will he, Molly. He, he, he so started will in so on Molly. Molly. I don't need you. I don't need you coming for me, Mad Dog. Don't come for me. I'll be in Vegas in 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 a few hours. I'll be there. Last point before I'm here we start on a the Wednesday. show. We want to get Google. today. Hold on, hold on. That, that's right. Exactly. Last point before we can start the show. Swagoo talking about you know huffing and puffing, acting like he coming for somebody. Bro, ain't nobody scared of you over TVU. In person would be another matter. Over TVU, we're very safe. safe. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into it. We'll talk to the NBA later today. Christine, Christine, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, Matt Dog, why wasn't I invited on your serious show for Super Bowl week? Neither what was I. I do just for Neither was I. 40 minutes, 10 minutes ago. I just had you on for 40 minutes in the playoffs. I don't want Stephen that was, that A. on. Was enough. Three, that, that was three weeks ago. Shows. I wanted you on. That was three I weeks ago. I've had enough of I'm Stephen sorry, Christine. I'm sick of him. No, no worries. All over America. <laughs> I want to Okay. You don't mean that. Let's get into Let's it. We're four days away that. from kickoff at Super Bowl 58 from Las Vegas. Kansas City has become pretty familiar playing on the sport's biggest stage as it makes its fourth Super Bowl in the last five seasons. The Chiefs are seeking to become the first repeat champion since the 2003-2004 Patriots. Now, the Niners are seeking their sixth Super Bowl win, which would tie the Patriots and Steelers for the most of any franchise, but it's been a minute. Sam Fran hasn't hoisted Lombardi Trophy in 30 years. And while most of the buildup to the game surrounds the players, let's show the coaches some love, shall we? Andy Reid is seeking his third Super Bowl win, while Kyle Shanahan hopes to follow in his father's footsteps and win his first. All right, Mad Dog, I'm going to start with you on this one. What would be a better storyline from a coaching perspective? Andy Reid winning his third Super Bowl or Kyle Shanahan winning his first? 
I think definitely Andy Reid. I think you're also throwing in dynasty there because with the Chiefs, they've won a lot, and you can add that into the equation. You can figure out where you want to put Reid as far as the pedestal of coaches are concerned. Shanahan, listen, he's a hell of a coach. I'm a big fan of Shanahan, but it's not a big deal. He's not a national story. Nobody in Walla Walla knows who Kyle Shanahan is on a day-in, day-out basis. Reid's been around for a long period of time, coached the Eagles. He's been in Super Bowls, and he's lost. He's got Mahomes. He, everybody likes him. Uncle Andy. Uh, I mean, he is a big-time coach. I don't put him as high as Stephen A. or Swagoo does. We'll do that a little later, that topic. But I think he's the be his third Super Bowl. Shanahan's a nice story, but nobody's going to make a big deal about father-son. Nobody cares. The Chiefs are the bigger story, and Mahomes and Reed are a bigger story than Purdy and Shanahan. So I think Reed is the bigger story if, in fact, he wins. <laughs> Well, well, a couple of things. Number one, you're wrong, but there's nothing new there. Uh, that's number one. Number two, uh, Doggy, before I go into my little uh, soliloquy or diatribe or what have you, Doggy, I just want to let you know that our, uh, our, uh, uh, the commissioner, Roger Goodell, says good morning. I just want to let you know that. I just want to let you know that. Just throw that out there. He just said that. Anyway, number three. Number three. Let me get to the latest one right here, okay? Well, we sit up here and we think about Kyle Shanahan, okay? You know, here's the deal. He's the bigger – listen – it's a bigger story, okay? And I guess I'm doing it in reverse. I understand the better story. When you're talking about the better story, Reed winning, I get you on that. I apologize if I'm altering the narrative just a touch. I'm thinking the bigger story is if Shanahan loses rather than the better story being Andy Reed winning. That's what I wanted to say about that. That's my position, just so we're clear. I understand the specific wording of the question. You may be right, Doggy, in terms of the better story, Reed winning, as opposed to Shanahan winning. But what I'm saying is it's a bigger story if Shanahan loses than if Reed wins. You can't go to three straight NFC title games, four, NF four NFC title games in the last five years, have two Super Bowl appearances, this is a third, walk away with losing. Matt Ryan was your quarterback in Atlanta when you were the offensive coordinator, okay? You had a relatively elite team, even with Jimmy Garoppolo as your quarterback in the Super Bowl, and you had a 10-point lead against the Kansas City Chiefs. And then last year in the NFC Championship game, we throw that aside because no team in NFL history had lost all four quarterbacks in the same season and ultimately showed up in the NFC Championship game where they lost their third and fourth quarterback in Purdy and Johnson, if I remember correctly, and you play the last three quarters without a quarterback to the point where Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey at one time or another had to literally line up behind center. And the folks at Philadelphia Lincoln Financial Field, you both remember this, were celebrating from the second quarter on because the 49ers literally did not have somebody to throw the football. Literally. You couldn't have anybody throw the football. I think they, like, threw one or two passes for two yards in the last three quarters, for crying out loud. That was the dilemma. So now you get here. You got a Brock Purdy who's an upgrade from Garoppolo. He's an upgrade from anybody that you've had in Kyle Shanahan's system since Matt Ryan, okay, and certainly since you've arrived in San Francisco. And you get to the Super Bowl, your third Super Bowl, and you lose again. 
Now we're talking about all-timers, the Chuck Knox of the world, the Dan Reeves of the world, and others. It's only four coaches in history that have gone to that many NFC at that many conference championship games and didn't deliver a Super Bowl title. Shanahan being on that list with Debo, with Ayuk, with Christian McCaffrey, okay, with Purdy, with that, with that offensive line led by Trent Williams, with that defense with Bosa and the, and the crew. You understand? They're warning those boys. You don't, you don't win this game. We're going to look at Shanahan, and we're going to look at a guy that's phenomenal but can't close. Can't close. That's what we're going to see. All right, man. Listen, man, you just talked for 20 minutes. Can you answer the damn question, please? What's the bigger story? I did answer, answer the, the question. question. Not the one that – no, you didn't. You created your own question. Can you answer the question that's on the, on the scroll? Because, well, What's well, the bigger well, well, story? Well, 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 I, 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 I apologize. Uh, I mean, I'm talking Since to a brother that went to puffing. LSU that's a highly intelligent individual. The man is on NFL Countdown. He's on Get Up. He's on, he's, he's on First Take all the time. He's on NFL Live every day. And I know he understands English. I specifically said, Doggy is right about the better story if Shanahan wins compared okay, to so Reed win. Right. That's a given. Okay. Okay. Well, well, we didn't need to hear all the other 15 minutes as to why you needed to change yeah, the question yeah, you so did. you can give an analysis. No, we didn't. Look, the biggest story is Kyle Shanahan. The biggest story is Kyle Shanahan because of what you said, because of his inability to win a Super Bowl all out of all the times that he's been there. We get that Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and it'll be a dynasty, and we'll talk about that historically in the game. But to me, the biggest story now is can Kyle Shanahan do it? We've had conversations at nauseum about if Brock Purdy is a game manager or a game changer. It, he, You just admitted, uh, Mad Dog, I believe, said it. He's the best quarterback that Kyle Shanahan has had with this San Francisco football team. So he should be – that shouldn't be a question about if the quarterback can get it done. Bro, Kyle Shanahan gave up a 28-3 to lead when he was the offensive coordinator in Atlanta. He went back to a Super Bowl. He's been to NFC Championships, and it's been disappointment after disappointment. Can he get over the hump and kill a dynasty that is in the making? Might I add, he may, if he wins this Super Bowl with Brock Purdy, may be who we all think is trending towards being the greatest quarterback to ever play football with a second-year quarterback that was drafted last in the NFL draft. That's who he would win this championship with. Even though we give it all the credit to who this team is, we've seen them in this position. But the story coming out of this game, if the San Francisco 49ers wins it is, Kyle Shanahan with a second-year quarterback who wasn't who was the last draft, last pick in the NFL draft, beat Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid to stop a potential dynasty. That will be the bigger story as opposed to Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes doing something we've seen them done twice already. Seen seen them do twice already. That's that's how I feel about it. I thought I, I just want to say for the record, I thought that I thought that I thought that soliloquy was just as long as mine, but that's okay. Let's move on.
Well, I didn't change the question. I answered the question without all the other, without a, without driving to, well, to you, another well, state you the, to get Well, back. if you answered the question without, if you answered the question without changing the question, why the hell you take so long? Well, you long? gave a reason. Because you wanted the airtime. You, you gave did, a reason did, for did you have you gave a reason for two what hours you before said. first take started. Did you have it? You know what I'm saying? We get paid. 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 your pajamas under it. You on TV wearing your pajamas? Stop it! Stop it! Let's go on. All right, let's move I won't on. be wearing them tomorrow. And by the way, and, and I'm gonna and, see you in person and, and, tomorrow. And by, and by the way, and by, let me tell you something. And by the way, talk, stop, 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 stop sitting there huffing a puppet. Tell the world you love your brother. Don't, don't, don't act like you don't love your brother. I do love you. Understand? Say, I, I make do love you. I do love you. Every day. And yeah, I love brothers you too, fight, brother. Brothers I love fight. You too, I love you though. Wow. That's all right. That's right. All the time. That was beautiful. All the time. That was beautiful. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. All right, let's go out to Washington. The commanders moved quickly to fill their offensive coordinator position, hiring former Arizona Cardinals coach Cliff Kingsbury. That was announced on Monday. It was one of the first big moves by new head coach Dan Quinn. Kingsbury was close to joining the Raiders as their OC until contract talks broke down on Saturday. Washington talked to Kingsbury that day, and the deal was completed on Sunday. Swaggy, I'm going to start with you on this one. Uh, which NFC head coach do you have the most faith in? Oh, I know after this playoff performance, this is going to sound crazy. It, 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 I know after the playoff performance, this is going to sound crazy. But Mike McCarthy, 
listen, I'm not going to um, remove the fact that he's been a really good coach over his time in Dallas when it comes to winning football games. And you can determine who they had to play and all of that. It's still hard to, to on average, win 12 games a season. The playoff performances are how we're judging Mike McCarthy because it's associated and tied to the long drought for the Dallas Cowboys. So I get that. But as far as going into the season, I saw Nick Sirianni's team fall absolutely apart. We don't know what Dan Quinn is going to be in Washington because we don't know what the personnel is. We don't know if they're going to get the quarterback that's going to change what they do there. And as far as the New York Giants, I understand that Brian Debo did a phenomenal job with Daniel Jones in the year. He did a phenomenal job with Josh Allen when he was in Buffalo. But if anybody gets on TV and tell y'all what they think the New York Giants is going to be, they a damn lie. We have no idea. We don't even know if Daniel Jones is good at playing quarterback. We saw him have one solid year, and that was nothing to write, up, write home about. So this is also tied into what you have coming back. He has Dak Prescott coming back. I still believe that Dak Prescott is the best quarterback in the NFC East um, for right now, based on the last season that we watched, even with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is getting a new offensive coordinator in Philly. Philly is getting a new defensive coordinator, and we got to see them kind of pull themselves out of the mud. So right now, I trust Mike McCarthy with withstanding the playoff performances. Yeah, listen, it's the, uh, this is a weak to- this is a thank you. This is a weak division. We don't have a lot of great coaches in this division. I'm not taking McCarthy after I see him in a postseason. He, of course, uh, Swagoo is correct about Suriani. The team collapsed. I can't take him. Quinn, I, I, I didn't like the hire with Quinn. 28 3 blows the lead. The defense stinks. Forget him. So I'm going to take Brian Dable. You guys are going to laugh. Don't laugh. Ooh. I'm taking Dable. Two years ago, Daniel Jones had an excellent year. They won a playoff game. They did a heck of a job. He got the most out of the team. This year, when the team had all sorts of injuries, he had to go with chicken cutlets there for a long period of time. They came down the stretch, and they played good football. They beat Green Bay. They obviously almost beat the Eagles on Christmas Day. They killed Philly late in the year, which made them have to go on the road in the postseason. I think Dable, listen, it's only two years. I'm not going to sit there and tell you that he's freaking, you know, Vince Lombardi. I'm not going crazy. But out of the lot that you give me and the fact that he is not underachieved yet, I look at coaches, do they underachieve or overachieve with the roster that they have? To me, McCarthy's underachieved. Sirianni's underachieved this year. And obviously, the whole thing with Quinn, I mean, he's 46 and 39 lifetime, and he blew the Super Bowl. I think Dable is a heck of a coach. Uh, I think he will get the most out of a team that he's now he's tough on his coaches, Wink Martindale and everything else, but I think he'll get the most out of his team. I know it's a wacky pick. I'm taking Dable. I think he's the best coach in the NFC East. How about that? Well, well, first of all, well, first of all, I think we need to have some tests uh, performed on Doggy. Clearly, he was hanging out too late last night, and I don't know whether it was gummies or some red wine, whatever the hell it was. But I don't know what the hell he's talking about right now. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever. That, that, that's number one. And then to close the argument by saying he's a bit hard on his coordinators. What are you, Doggy or Dear Appy? What the hell is going on here? I don't understand. What do you mean hard on them? They were six and eleven. You understand? What I'm saying they lost three of their last. 
last four games. Until they went up against the Philadelphia Eagles the last game of the regular season, they were en route to losing four straight, for crying out loud. What the hell are you talking about? Makes no sense whatsoever. Last game didn't really matter to the Philadelphia Eagles because they had already lost the division title, so they really weren't trying that hard. They were just trying to keep people healthy, and then A.J. Brown got hurt in that game. I don't even know why Sirianni had him in that game. But I'm going to say this to both of you. I'm going to go with Sirianni for this specific question. And let me tell you why. Don't give me McCarthy. Oh, don't give me him. I mean, you talking about the dude that sat up there and pushed Kellen Moore out the door so he could have offensive play calling responsibilities and then show up in the playoffs and not only lose, but wet the bed in such a way where you down 48 to 16? Are you kidding me? That's the drop back. That's the fallback. And you're going to tell me that that man is the one you trust? When you see what the Dallas Cowboys have done the last two years in the playoffs, what the hell is wrong with you, swag-goo? So let's go that route. You, doggy, you, of all people, you just sat up there and talked about, I'm not trying to act like he's Lombardi or somebody, but it was only his second season there. I love Brian Dable. I voted for him for coach of the year, uh, year before this past season. He was absolutely fantastic his first year in the, in the Giants. But there were people that looked at the Giants the first half of the season and said, what the hell is going on here? Something is wrong. It makes no sense. They look lost. They look discombobulated. They look out of sync. Not only that, doggy, I have videotape of you on first take right here talking about how is how is Dable always complaining every time a player makes a mistake, a Tyrod Taylor, a Daniel Jones engaging in histrionics on the sidelines. What's the matter with him? Why is he pointing a finger at others? Look at yourself. Look at yourself. That's what you said. That's what you said, and that's how you said it. But lo and behold, here we are after a 6-11 and finish, and all of a sudden you want to crown him as the most trusted coach in the NFC East. Stop that nonsense. Get trusted for all that red wine you were drinking last night. Let me get to Sirianni and tell you why. Sirianni and the Philadelphia Eagles nosedived the last seven weeks of the season, basically. I'll give y'all that. The brother is 34 and 17 as a head coach. His record his first year was 11 and 6. The second in the playoffs. The second year was 14 and 3. He had a quarterback was a top two candidate for league MVP honors. Okay, and they went to the damn Super Bowl and lost by three points to the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Okay, hell of a game. Now we fast forward to this year. It goes back to the playoffs again. Nine and eight record. Nothing to brag at home about. You lost both coordinators. Your quarterback was injured half the year, more than half the year. Didn't play like himself. Your secondary was shredded because you lost Gardner Johnson and a couple of other dudes in free agencies and even more to injury. Okay? And then we fast forward to this season. Not only do you go out and get an offensive coordinator, you get one that was prolific enough to have the Dallas Cowboys as the number one ranked offense two seasons ago or the season before last. So not only did you get an offensive coordinator that's known for putting up points, accumulating yardage, etc., but you got him from the Chargers, but the year before that, he coached under McCarthy, who was in Dallas. He probably thought he should have been the head coach. He probably felt that he shouldn't have been booted out of there to go to the Chargers. And now he's in Philadelphia. Can you think of how many – can you think of any coordinator that would be more motivated to squash the Dallas Cowboys than Kellen Moore? Anybody more familiar with what McCarthy wants to do and what McCarthy oh, likes to do God. than Kellen Moore? Can you think – and Dallas lost Dan Quinn – Lost Dan Quinn is your defensive coordinator, so there's some adjustments going to be made. I'm trusting Sirianni more than anybody in the NFC East. 
Okay. Oh, hold All on right. now. Uh, Mad Dog, you, you want to go? Giving him, go ahead, Mad giving Dog. Him kudos. Hold on now, Marcus. I'll help you for a second, then you take over. He's giving him kudos for Suriano losing his Super Bowl, yet the question <laughs> is what coach have the most confidence in, and McCarthy won his Super Bowl. So hold on now. You're going to give him kudos for losing one and get away from McCarthy, who won one. Is that a rhetorical you question? Lost. I mean, you are lost. You are Is that lost. a rhetorical question? You are absolutely lost. Is that a rhetorical question? No, it's not. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What did, David, did David go to the Super Bowl? Did David go to the Super Bowl? I'm no, not he McCarthy did not. Did. Mike McCarthy. McCarthy did. The, the last time, the last time, the last time. McCarthy was in the Super Bowl. I had a damn afro, and people were wondering how much Indian was in my family because my hair was so clean. It don't matter. He won one. A long time ago. It don't ago. matter. He won one. A long time one. ago. You understand? He won one. Who I'm talking he about? Anyway, he he the only, he, Say what? It, 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 still stands, it still stands that he's the only uh, head coach in the NFC East right now that has won a Super Bowl. That, that still is a fact. That's not no. your feelings about no. what Nick Sirianni should be. It's a fact that he you won. Uh, uh, other thing is I got swaggo. I got swaggo. I, I got swaggo. I got you right here. First of all, uh-huh. that was not an insult in, in, in any way to Indians and Native Americans because I, I love them and I like, I like having Indian in my family. They're West Indians because that's where I'm from. That's number one. Number two, that same swaggo that just brought that up is the one that hasn't given two you-know-whats about the fact that the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, that won the Super Bowl too. How many times you said, yo, man, that was 14 yeah. years ago. How many times were you going to do something? Oh, oh but now we're going to bring it up about McCarthy. But we didn't bring it up about Aaron Rodgers. I got on the – I got – we always bring up the fact that Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl. We talk about Aaron Rodgers should have it more than one. That's always the conversation when it comes to Aaron Rodgers is that he should have more what than one Super Bowl what the hell is because he's done? actually been back what the hell to NFC McCarthy championships. What, 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 what about See, McCarthy? Man, we – we compare Mike McCarthy to the coaches that's in the NFC East right now. We ain't comparing them to everybody right. else. We compare them to the coaches in there right now. And you want to take Nick Sirianni, who you just saw team who was fall just in the off Super Bowl the last year. Might I add, might I add, might I add that his coordinator left out of the building and they they fell off a cliff. Mike McCarthy took over play calling duty, and I would add that the Dallas Cowboys had one of the better offenses in the NFL this year. When he actually took over. Yeah, we could we absolutely could talk about the playoff problems, but if we having a conversation about most faith, I'm gonna take the guy that's won twelve games three years in a row and been pretty consistent in the regular season. Hey Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the first take podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine. Especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day, whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day's May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Thanks so much for listening to the pod and have a fabulous day. First, we got a trivia question for you today. Who was the first black tennis player to compete at Wimbledon? Answer after the break. Here's the answer to that trivia question. The first black tennis player to compete at Wimbledon was Althea Gibson in 1951. All right, it's time for a quick take. 76er star Joel Embiid underwent a left knee procedure yesterday morning and will be reevaluated in approximately four weeks, the team announced on Tuesday. There is belief that the door remains open for his return in the regular season. Stephen A., your thoughts? Let me say this. You know, um, I love my brother Big Perk. I completely disagree with him about sending Joel Embiid down for the season. I think Joel Embiid's history of injuries has proven you have, you cannot take any moments for granted. If Joel Embiid had successful surgery and they deduce two months from now that this brother is ready for the playoffs, you don't sit him down just because of rust and say, hey, we gonna get you ready for next season. Because this is a brother that will be out for six months tripping over the curb. Anything could happen to him. He's had all types of injuries in his lower extremities and some above. Knees, his foot, his lower back, his facial fracture. I mean, the list goes on and on. Wendy knows them all. I'm not taking for granted anything with Joel Embiid. Whenever that brother can play in games that count, that's when I want him to play. I'm not preparing him for next season because with him, I never know what next season is going to entail. All right, let's leave it there.
Keep it in the association. Lori Markinen had 33 points and 11 rebounds to lead the Utah Jazz to a 124-117 victory over the Oklahoma City Thunder last night. The Thunder made 19 three-pointers but only scored eight points in the paint after halftime. Elsewhere last night, both Kobe White and DeMar DeRozan scored 33 points apiece, and the Bulls erased a 23-point deficit in a 129-123 overtime victory over the T-Wolves. Now, there's currently a logjam at the top of the Western Conference standings thanks to a 26-5 record since the start of December. The Clippers are back on top. ESPN Bet has the Nuggets as the favorite to win the conference with the Clippers having the second best odds. We've got Brian Windhorst joining the party. And Wendy, I'm going to start with you. Great to see you. Saw you yesterday as well. All right, who is the Clippers' success most riding on? Well, I, you, it's easy to say Kawhi Leonard because he's having the, arguably the best season of his career. And I know that's hard to say that because the man has two finals MVPs. He is shooting the ball better than almost anybody ever has in history. Over the last 30 games, he shot over 50% from the field, 57%, over 50% from three, over 90% from the line. Over 30 games, guys, that's no small sample size. And if I said to you, who in the NBA this season is the best shooter outside 25 feet? You'd say Steph Curry. You'd say Dame Lillard. You'd say Trey Young. It's Kawhi Leonard. And not on five attempts. He's got over 50 attempts from there. He is hitting it from everywhere. So you look at him and you say, he's obviously the key. But when you look at the way the Clippers are actually playing, they they have the most impressive full roster going in the league right now, even beyond the Celtics, even beyond the Nuggets. When you go down and look at their guys all the way down to 7-8-9, they rebound, they defend, they share the ball. They play every game. Stephen A., how about Kawhi Leonard playing 37 minutes on the second night of a back-to-back on Monday night, on the seventh game of a road trip, and a game against the Hawks who won four in a row? That is a purpose. The whole team is playing with that purpose. So the answer to the question is Kawhi, but that isn't the, the, the big puzzle piece. And I like the Clippers to hold on to this number one seed if they're healthy. I like them mm. to have home court mm. advantage in their last every year at Crypto.com Arena. Mm. A couple of things, some things that need to be said, doggy. Brian Wintors is an exceptional NBA analyst. He's an absolutely terrible debater because <laughs> he doesn't leave any wiggle room for somebody to get him. He just gives it all to you. He just gives it all. You know there, there are no holes. There are no holes in his damn argument, okay? Brian Wintors, he just doesn't miss anything, damn it. He's absolutely right, okay? That's why I love him. Here's the deal. Don't leave. I need you. Don't leave. But here's the deal, y'all. Um, it's a couple of things that need to be said. Number one, I stand by what I've said for those who don't know. I've called Kawhi Leonard the worst superstar any team could ever have because he's hurt half the time. And when, he, when he's on the court, we know his greatness. That's why I said the worst superstar because he is a superstar. But he's either off the court half the time. And when he's off the court, doggy, he does absolutely positively nothing to market the sport or his team. It's the worst superstar you could possibly have because of that. But when this brother's playing, I mean, he is all world. He is something special and spectacular to behold. That's number one. I know the greatness we're witnessing. I'm not surprised by it because Kawhi Leonard is that great. I'm not calling him a bad person because he doesn't market the sport. I'm just calling it a bad superstar because you need marketability in this day and age, and he doesn't provide that to you. That's the only reason I say that. Having said all of that, I got to give love to a few people 
But before I do that, Doggy, I'm looking on social media the other day and I see him, uh, uh, Doggy, Wendy, I see that among active players in terms of total scoring points in their careers, Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook, active players ranked two, three, and four in the NBA. Two, three, and four in NBA history. Active players, two, three, and four in scoring. Kevin Durant, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, who are all teammates in Oklahoma City. That's just phenomenal. I'm looking at this right now. Doggy, let me give you some stats before I kick it to you. This is what the Clippers ranked number one in. Their record since December 1st, 26-5. and five. Offensive efficiency, field goal percentage, the, uh, uh, field goal percentage at 51.1%. Three-point field goal percentage at 41.8%. Free throw percentage at 83.7%. They've got six players averaging in double figures. Six players are shooting 40% or better from three-point range. Kawhi Leonard is third in the NBA at 45.7. Norman Powell's at 45%. He's seventh in the NBA. Some dude named Amir Coffey. Amir Coffey. I mean, not the guy. The brother can play. The brother can play. Okay. Daniel Davis, 42%. James Harden, 41%. Paul George, 41.2%. Oh, by the way, doggy, James Harden has played in all 44 games as a Clipper. He hasn't missed a game, not one game. And I didn't even bring up Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, Mr. Truculent himself, walking around looking like a chip on his shoulder anytime you see the media. He got attitude. He don't want to talk to anybody. He feels like he's been uh, stymied. He feels like he's been sullied. Russell Westbrook is a leader. Russell Westbrook is a player. Whatever denigration he has received in the past, he has made up for it, doggy, on the Clippers. Watch this brother play. Yep. He's Mad Dog Russo on steroids on the basketball court, <laughs> going 100 miles per hour, constantly in high motor road, never takes any plays off, gives it all he has, the brother's character doesn't get enough credit. He holds other dudes accountable. He holds himself accountable. We thought his career is finished when he left the Lakers. I'm making this contention, even with Paul George, even with Kawhi Leonard, even with the acquisition of James Harden. The Clippers do not look like this for two, if it were not for two people, Ty Lue, and his greatness as a coach, top three in the NBA easy. I say top two with him and Eric Spolstra. Okay? Can't dismiss Steve Kerr, the greatness of Popovich over the years. But, I mean, Ty Lue is special, man. And Russell Westbrook, if the Clippers win a championship, and I think they can, I think they can do it. If they win a championship while everybody's celebrating everybody else, I'm going to be celebrating Russell Westbrook, who has resurrected his reputation as a future Hall of Famer. This brother is special. I don't give a damn of him not wanting to talk to anybody and looking all truculent and, and mean-faced all the time. He's a good brother who plays his, his, plays his ass off, and he cares, and he does not cheat the fans, and he does not allow his teammates to do it either. Russell Westbrook, keep your eyes on that brother. 
Yeah, I agree basically with everything you guys said. First off, though, let's do a couple. First, Pop's got to win a few ball games before we put. I'm, I'm down on Popovich. I mean, how many years are you going to go 20 and 80 after you had Duncan and Robbins? How about winning some ball games for crying out loud? That's number one. Now, I just felt like saying that. Number two, you're 100% right now on Westbrook. He deserves all the credit in the world. He's accepted a different role. The whole league couldn't stand him with the Oklahoma City thing. That MVP was overrated. I know he played a lot of games, triple doubles, but the team didn't win enough. But I love the way he's had character. I'm with you a thousand. That's a great point. And I'm 100% with, with, with Wendy. When Leonard plays, he is top three, four players in the league, maybe even better than that. Everybody loves Leonard. The key to the Clippers is karma. This franchise has no karma. Injuries at the wrong time. Obviously, Paul George, Blake Griffin, go weighing back, go back 15 years. Obviously, Leonard's been hurt a lot in the postseason. If Leonard could stay healthy, and I am not one to go praise him because he's played 45 games. He's making $50 million a year. That's what he's supposed to do. So the idea that he played back-to-back -back in 47 minutes against Atlanta, to me, Big deal. You make it a fortune, play the games. And he has this year. And when he plays, he's an excellent. We all love him. He's a tremendous player. Raptors, we all know what he did with the Spurs. He's a great player. So the issue I have with the Clippers is, again, it's a, it's a, it's a karma thing. Always something happens to this team. You know, Leonard gets hurt in postseason play. Two years ago, ACL tear Utah. Always something happens. If they can stay healthy, they're as good as anybody. I'm with Steve a thousand percent. They can win. They beat the Celtics. They can beat Denver. They seem like they got their minds in the right spot. They. I don't care about Harden. Because they can overcome Harden. Harden is spotty. He'll be bad some days in the postseason. Other days, he'll score 50 points. He's an erratic superstar, and that's why he's no. an all-time great in my eyes. So forget Harden. Forget Harden. Because they can have Westbrook do some of that. As long as Leonard plays and karma's good, I am with you a 1,000%. Clippers can win it all. The only problem is when you pick the Clippers in postseason play, that's against ghosts. There's a lot of ghosts with this franchise. Let's see if they go out there and I get, overcome I, that this year. I, I, if they can, they can win it all. I'm with you. Christine, I get you, I, but I'm going to give Wendy the last word. I, I'm going to give you the last word here, Wendy. I just want to say this. We can't dismiss the importance of Harden because he's a true point guard. And what he does makes life easier for Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. My fear is the less Harden does – the more onus it puts on the shoulders of those other guys and one of them will get hurt. That's my fear. So I'm mindful of that. And all I'm going to say to you is you cannot ignore what he brings to the table. We've gotten on Harden because Harden's put himself in questionable situations. But those questionable situations should not dilute his greatness as a player and what he can do when he's rolling, not just for himself, from, but for the collective whole, especially when you have a coach like Ty Lue who knows what to do with it once he's rolling. Christine, I, I, I apologize. I'd like to take the show for a second here because Please do. as a journalist, I feel like I have to bring attention to a conspiracy that has been uncovered in the NBA today. The league has announced the star game, celebrity game rosters. For what Stephen A. is serving as a coach against Shannon it. Peace, against Shannon, uh, Shannon Sharp. Now, I'm looking at your roster, Stephen A., and look, you've got an Oscar winner there, Jennifer Hudson. 
You got CJ Stroud. I'm right. a Buckeye fan. I, I mean, I'm going to be rooting for CJ to light it up. Celebrity game. Okay. What's this? Once a Nick, always a Nick. Meta World Peace. What kind of ringer bleep do you got going on there, Stephen A? You got an NBA player. What, 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 what? You got a multi-time All-Star Defensive Player of the Year. Right. What the heck right. is going on? Oh, I can explain this. This is easy. This is the easiest question you've ever asked me, Wendy. I can explain that right now. First of all, First of all, Jennifer Hudson, who was kind enough to invite me on her show, uh, she's a superstar. I mean, the stars tend to gravitate to Stephen A. That's just the way it goes. That's number one. Number two, Meta World Peace, Queens is in the building. Queens is the story of Queens. Queens is in the building. That's my boy. Now, I know that Doggy is supposed don't know what the five boroughs account for, even though he worked in Queens for many, many years in Astoria. But that is where Meta World Peace, a.k.a. the former man known as Ron Artest, is from. He couldn't be on Shannon's team. That's number two. He's and number an three, NBA All-Star Borderline Hall of Famer. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm owed this. Where Michael Wilbon, last I could, let's, let's be clear. Let's be clear. I did not volunteer for this. I did not want to coach this team. I wanted to sit back and relax and enjoy All-Star Weekend. But, oh, Mr. Dave Roberts and the NBA come to me wanting me to coach this team instead of, and I said, y'all are not going to put ringers against me and fix it for the other team the way that you did for Michael Wilbon when he had Common in the well, crew in so Chicago years ago. We ain't going for that fix. He goes, no, I don't think so. Now, Michael Parsons talks a lot of junk, talk about he could play. Well, we about to find out. This ain't football, baby. You ain't rushing the quarterback, okay? You got to make baskets. Good luck with that. And Shannon Sharp, the black, the black Hulk and all of this stuff. You can parade down the sidelines all you want to. You ain't intimidating nobody. It damn sure ain't going to be me. And on top of it all, he can't intimidate the officials. Now, I was the first person in history to get teed up. I got a technical foul last time I was coaching. I was still so. I'm still salty about that, and I might get another one again. But I'm willing to bet that Club Shay Shay, Mr. Nightcap, Shannon Sharp himself, is going to sit up there and and get on the ref's nerves, and he's going to force them to lose this game because he don't know how to act on that damn sideline. He's going to lose his mind under that spotlight looking at the officials. That's what he's going to do. That's what he's going to do. And it ain't going to work. Good for them. I'm glad they gave me a decent crew. But I, I, I heard about my assistant coaches. I might have to change I might, I, might, I might have to change, I might have to change my, my assistant coaches up just a little bit. I think there's a couple of people that might belong on the other team. I might have to address that. But we'll talk about that at a later day. We'll talk about that Wilson later. And, and but I'm all right with that. Coaches right now. I'm all right with that. I'm okay. all right with that. That's right. That's uh, right. Wendy, how That's do you right. think? Indy, here I come. Looking at these rosters, Indy, what do you think? Here I come. Do you think it's Team Shannon or Team Steve? I think ESPN bet better pull this game off the board when NBA, when one team has an NBA All Star right. and the other team, you know. I mean, Jewel Lloyd's over there. You better start game planning for her. But you got Meta for crying out loud. I, I do. I know. I know. I, I know. Well, Meta ain't gonna stick Jewel. He gets very soft when it comes to the ladies. He'll let them score. I don't trust Metal World Peace sometimes. I'm going to have to talk to him. I might need some roughhouse tactics. I, I, need, I, need, I need some bully ball that day. Okay? And Jennifer Hudson, she could sing. I appreciate that. You're fabulous. She's fabulous with a show, and she could really sing. Hey, Jennifer Hudson, can you shoot? I think she can. Can you oh, shoot? She's athletic. That's what I care about that day. Yeah. Uh, looking forward oh, hi, to that. What, what, that's what you say? That's what you I, say, Christine. I said she you know, looks you would say that. She's tall. You would say that. She looks at the, can you shoot? <laughs> I need shooters. I need shooters. Uh, great seeing you, Wendy. 